Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Tuesday, August 30th, 2022 in the Gregorian calendar and the 3rd of Elul 5782 in the Hebrew calendar. Now, let's get to the news. Two Israelis have been moderately injured after Palestinian gunmen opened fire on the car they were in during an unauthorized trip to Joseph's tomb in the West Bank city of Nablus. It happened early Tuesday morning, so that's today. The two injured Israelis had to be extracted by Israel Defense Force soldiers who came in and then given medical attention. According to Rescuers Without Borders, which is a Jewish emergency service operating in the West Bank, one of the civilians, who is a 17-year-old boy, is now recovering at Sheba Medical Center in Ramat Gan, and the second injured individual, who's a man, was taken to the Belinson Hospital in Pitzak Tikva. This is not the first incident at the tomb. Over the years, there have been multiple shootouts in the area, and even within recent months, we've been covering it here on the Israel Daily News podcast. Because the religious site is in a Palestinian area of the West Bank, which is entirely under Palestinian Authority control, trips there are supposed to be supervised for safety reasons, like this. After the five Israelis were pulled out of the car they were in, Palestinian locals that had opened fire on them actually set the car on fire. Reports say that while the Israelis were on their way to the tomb, they were stopped by police and asked where they were headed. And the Israelis said that they were going to a spring near a Jewish settlement not too far away. In fact, they were going to make that religious pilgrimage without supervision or coordination. Prime Minister Yair Lapid and opposition leader Benjamin Netanyahu had some disagreements on Monday after the premier delivered a security briefing to his predecessor on the emerging nuclear deal between Iran and world powers. According to the prime minister's office, the meeting focused on the Iran deal and the, quote, diplomatic and defense activities that Israel is leading to influence the issue, end quote. Netanyahu says that the current leaders of Israel are sleeping on the job and told reporters that he has a message for Iran, which is come November 1st, Israel will have a strong leadership and decisive leadership for Israel that will ensure that with or without a deal, the Iranian regime will never have nuclear weapons. If you're not sure what we're talking about, go back to yesterday's episode on Monday where we give a deep explanation about Iran, their nuclear capabilities, and the renewed emerging deal between the U.S. and Iran. Israel is one of the few countries that does not want to see this deal push through. News is sweeping the internet that Eliyahu Haddad, the relative of a Beersheva family who lives in France, has been murdered with an axe. The story is even more gruesome. The 34-year-old man was allegedly killed by his Muslim roommate. I-24 News suggested that it was a hate crime after they reported the suspect confessed he killed his friend and roommate because he was Jewish. Reports say that the two had a close relationship. 
A statement by the National Bureau of Vigilance Against Anti-Semitism says, according to our information, the assassin smashed his victim's skull with an axe, then he burned his face and even began to bury the body. He turned himself into police. Israeli and Jewish activists are criticizing France for not caring more about the man who was murdered on August 19th and saying that the French media has been completely silent about the murder. The start date for Israel's school year is unclear as teachers and government continue to discuss compensation and terms for a new agreement. The teachers union and finance ministry continued efforts to reach a deal despite the ever looming start date for the school year. September 1st is just in two days. According to Khan News, which is the public broadcaster here, the central unresolved issues in the talks as of Monday evening were with vacations that teachers would need to give up in order to get some Fridays off and the firing of teachers over specific teaching issues. And by the way, in Israel, the work week is Sunday to Thursday. Meanwhile, progress was reported in terms of talks on the wages of teachers and compensation for school principals. Clashes between the finance minister and the chairman of the teachers union have been causing delay. There are some drafts on the table, but nothing has been signed just yet. We'll keep you posted. If you are getting caught up on your Israel Daily News, we'd like you to consider sending over a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News. The financial support we get from subscribers helps us maintain our show and helps us continue to grow and try to reach new audiences. Subscribers will get a handwritten thank you note and a little poem I write myself to let you know how thrilled we are to have your support. Thank you for getting your address over to me, Anne-Marie Felch. I'm looking forward to sending you some mail. And to all of my loyal listeners, thank you for your interest in Israeli affairs. Israeli politics are world politics. We have one link in the show notes, which you can click on, and that'll take you to the page where you too can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you're supporting independent journalism. So check that out at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Two, you can share the show with a friend. And three, you can follow us on Facebook at IsraelDaily.News as well as Shanafold. My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. You can also find us on Twitter at Israel Podcast. And a note about last night's Sunset Series event, which I host every Monday here in Tel Aviv with my organization, Tribe Tel Aviv. Member of Knesset Alex Kushner did a stand-up job speaking to our community last night. He talked about the economy in Israel, regulations that he's trying to break down, and about the importance of personal responsibility in terms of building the state of Israel as immigrants. He himself is an immigrant from Ukraine. He gave a very inspiring talk. If you want to hear the first few minutes of his talk, you can catch the stream that I put up yesterday on the Tribe Tel Aviv underscore Instagram page. To end off our show, I'd like to say a few words about an archaeologist who passed away at the age of 107. He died last month in Jerusalem. His name is Joseph Aviram, and he immigrated from Poland to Israel and studied at the Hebrew University in Jerusalem before Israel was ever even an official state. 
He was born in 1915, and by 1936, he was already making strides in the world of archaeology here in Israel. In 1940, Aviram became the secretary of what is today called the Israel Exploration Society. But in that time, it was called the Jewish-Palestine Exploration Society. Remember, Israel became an official state just in 1948. In 1983, he became the director and then served as president from 2009 until his death. Aviram organized a number of projects in the country, including excavations at Hazor and Masada, two big historical and biblical sites. He earned his organization the Israel Prize in 1989 for advancing Israeli society's study of its past. In the 1940s, Aviram held the first professional excavations near the Sea of the Galilee, also known as Lake Kinneret in Israel's north. And in the 1950s, he brought Israel's first ever prime minister, David Ben-Gurion, one of the sought-after Dead Sea Scrolls as a gift. Experts in the industry say he witnessed and participated in the most important archaeological discoveries this country has ever known. Never underestimate the power of one person. That is my gift to you today. All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Tuesday, August 30th, 2022. Tel Aviv has a low of 27 degrees Celsius and a high of 32 degrees. That's 80 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 89 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. I also usually add in a few personal anecdotes so you can get the inside scoop on what's going on in my personal life. And I always mention our professional highlights from the Israel Daily News podcast. You can sign up for that on our website at israeldaily.news. Thank you to Michelle Milner for her social media work on our Instagram page, israeldaily.news. And Dan Matheson, our Israel Daily News podcast intern for writing some of today's stories. I'm going to send you off today with a song called Money by Erica Kral. Have a great and productive day. <laughs>